Oyster Roads. It's Patrick here again with uh, on Oysterlicious. We're going to continue our conversation about oyster shucking, shucking contests, the Canadian Championship. How do you get to the Canadian? You start with the world, the Ontario's. I last spoke about shucking oysters and how do you how do you start in this world and what do you do? Then you, you with any contest, you can move to different worlds, to different levels, uh, local, regional, provincial, state national international you can literally travel the world competing in the world food world there's lots of food competitions and in our oyster world the ultimate goal is to get to the world championships in galway bay so starting at the ontario's i learned that you can on a day off have a wonderful time with a bunch of friends and chuck oysters in competition and you know you might win something i think we there was a couple of bucks or whatnot that you could win but you also had the ability the winner of the ontario's gets a trip to go to prince edward island so i thought right there i go that's a pretty good deal you get a how do you go well you drive you we're driving rodney's car he likes to drive his car down in the summer have us drive down and fly or however you get there we'll get there and then we do the contest i go i've never been to pei well you'll have to go so this year, Patrick, you're going to go to the Canadian Championships with us. Murph is the lead right now. Murph is the winner. He recently won the Ontario Championship, so he's getting the trip in 1992-93. And he, he, he's going to go. We're going to go as a team. So that sounds great. And Rodney wanted to have his truck or his car at the time driven out there because he, he flies in and wants to drive his car on island and then flies home and somehow gets it back. So... You go, well, I'll pay for the gas. You drive the car. I'm like, cool, free transportation. Yes, which lands up into another story. We'll, we'll talk about a driving on the island with Rodney Thomas Clark in the first foray into what the heck is Prince Edward Island in the oyster world. It's a massive, massive place, the home of the Malpac oyster. And where we're going to is Tyne Valley, Prince Edward Island, which is the home of the Malpac oyster in Biddeford, where most all oyster seed comes from in Prince Edward Island, comes from the Biddeford area, and that's where Tyne Valley is, and that's where the home of the Canadian Shucking Championship is. I go, this sounds absolutely fantastic. And so early 90s, I'm going to drive to PEI, set it up. I have a young family at the time. My wife says, sure, that's fine. You can go. Uh, my baby Leiden's very small at the time, and uh, but I can go and take the four or five days or whatever it takes to go and come back. And that's sort of how I got a chance to go there. Um, so the drive was fantastic on its own. We created something called the 100% Tour. At that time, there was a uh, bike group called Velo, Velo, oh shoot, I forget. And uh, the, the, we all hung out together. They had this hat, and their, their slogan was 100%. And that was our concept for this tour. And I took pictures with the hat everywhere. And this is, again, back in the day when it was film cameras. I had 36 shots on the roll, and I intended to put this hat into most anything that I could think of. So, And I did take pictures, and I'll have to find them and showcase them somewhere. So the 100% tour of my first foray to... Tyne Valley, Prince Edward Island to watch and participate. You don't go and not participate in the shucking contest. So to win your chance to go to the Worlds, you have to win the Canadians. That's sort of the rules of just about any international competition. And the Galway Oyster Festival 
is a contest of 30 oysters, that which I did not know at the time. Canadian Championship is a contest of 18. Why there's different numbers, we'll get into that another time. But our contest set is 18 oysters shucked and presented. We go to Tyne Valley. It's in a hockey arena in August. For those folks who don't know what a hockey arena is, it's a building where you play hockey indoors. And it's refrigerated. I don't know if you know, but if you turn a refrigerator off or unplug it, what happens to the box on the inside? It gets hot. So I figure that's probably the same thing that happens in a hockey arena. You turn off the ice rink making machine and you melt the ice, the whole place gets hot because every time I go to Time Valley, it's like 9,000 degrees inside. There's no way you could make ice in this building. It's that hot. But it also is actually completely fun because you're in PEI. So you drive all the way to PEI, you drive all the way to Time Valley and you rent a little cottage on the water, on the shore, big camaraderie, everyone comes together and you're boiling lobsters, you're making burgers, and then you get to the contest itself. It is, as I said, uh, set up in Tyne Valley, a tiny little spot in their hockey arena. And first time I went, it's at night. Uh, Originally, they they hold it now, I think on Saturdays, but they used to hold it on a Friday night. And I think because then the contest was the the parade was on the Saturday or whatnot. So Friday night, it's about nine o'clock, and I I think everything's just getting going. And and it was so surreal. As you get into the hockey arena, it's dark and it uh, just a few lights on so that the the tables and chairs were set up. And there's a big stage at the side end of it, and it's the home of the Tyne Valley Shucking Contest. And you're it costs three bucks to get in. $3. $3. So great, no problem. Three bucks is had. Oh, and you're competing. Okay, no no charge for you. I'm like, okay. So they <laughs> they don't charge me the $3. I get in and we get, uh, there's no beer back then. We didn't have beer tickets. There was no drinking allowed in the, in the thing. So we had beers across the street at the fire hall, which is where the folks would hang out they have the fire hall had a at a, a place to hang and, and a bowling alley and a, and a bar so we would have a couple of beverages at the bar across the street and then run in to do the contest and do the thing and it was more of a music situation from what i recall people would love to see the bands and, and they the side on the side there was this shucking thing that went on but the first thing that you have to do is grading so grading is a contest as well, because it, again, it is a thing that you have to do in the actual oyster world is you have to grade the oysters out from a mixed box into organized and numbered boxes of a, now it's a hundred, back then it was a peck, which could be depending on the size, different volumes of numbers, because a peck, as you know, is about 15 pounds. Nobody really knows what the actuals, how much, how, how many oysters in a peck, it depends on the size. So you have to grade them into different boxes and sizes. And that, that looked crazy as it was. It's a five-minute contest, and your arms are flying all over the place. I did not participate in that this year. I, I decided to do it the second or third year, and it was crazy fun as well. So we watched the grading going on, cheering them on, woo, woo, woo. And as my lovely wife always says, it's sort of like watching paint dry, because once they start, their arms are just moving around. You just don't know what's going on for about five minutes of grading. And then finally someone taps out, and oh, they're done? Cool. We run across the street and grab another beer and come back and they set up and do it again. This goes on for about three or four heats. And then they arrange the shuckers and the shuckers are arranged up on the stage. There's a set of 
chairs up on a stage and the lights are on and it's hot and they call everyone up individually in the crowd of which there's about 100 and 150 people at the time watching the whole thing think this is great but what they're really here for is the band and the band that's coming up after the shocking is going to be fabulous so it's almost like okay we're, we'll put up with this how long is this going to take it took a little while we shock about three to four people at a time as a heat and there was about 20 at the time or 30 people it got up to now it gets to 40 they cap it at the canadians because they, there's a lot of people that come in from all over the place uh to compete and, and to vie for this contest that and so i go the first time and i put my name in and we get called up and we're going on the stage and they tell us the rules and regulations you sit on the stage in front of everyone and they go three heats at a time and three people at a time in a heat and away you go so you get called up what you have to do there's a set of boxes on the far side and each box is set up to a specific number of 20 oysters two extra you have to shuck and present 18. you have two extra oysters so you have to figure that out first and arrange your oysters in a way of processing so fresh on one side it's a right-handed shucker i would shuck with my i pick up with my right hand place it on the board knife in the hinge pop hinge and then finished oyster with my left hand or my oyster hand place that on the tray and then pick up the next one and so you work out your own process everyone has their own different way of doing it first though you pick up a random box and you put it out on the table and you arrange and you get yourself ready so nervous as heck and the lights are on you it's blind you can't see because it's dark at there except for on stage like any stage production and you get announced and people call up and everything and it's lovely and fun and you're nervous though because you've got to do this you got to quick and you don't want to cut yourself and so i you know put the idea is that you set it up lay it up three two one go and you're shucking and competing it is a different world in the world of the minute and a half to two minutes back then it was two to two and a half minutes of shucking straight up it, it that's a lot doesn't sound long but it is a long time when nowadays we've got the technique such and in, into perfection that we're looking at about a, a minute and a half to a minute 15 16 seconds amy clark being stupendously fast as he is can now blow the the roof off of a maserati at uh 112 or so one 116 for an 18 flat unbelievable so but you also got to be clean and so i shuck the oysters three to one hands above the head three to one go and i'm shucking and cut the top off and cut the slice the bottom put it there put it, put it, put it, put it. takes about one and a half minutes to two two minutes and it finish and you're done and it looked like i don't even know what they look like so back in the day i can't even remember how i finished on the first year um, definitely not the top 10. I was just happy to go compete and look at Prince Edward Island and have some fun. But then was an idea that you could do this and actually do very well. I believe Murph, G. Murphy was the first time that a Toronto person won the Canadian championship. Uh, that year that I was there, the first time that I competed, Murph, just Murph, won. Before that, Blair Smith, had been a 14-time Canadian Championship. It's the one reason why there's a steadfast rule that you cannot win the Canadian Championships more than five times in a row. What happens? We don't know. Do you retire forever or do you 
that's it, you're over, five in a row, then you're done. They're not 100% sure. And I got close. I did four years, but not in a row. So I always was the argument that, oh, it's four in a row. After five wins, you know, it's got to be five in a row. But Eamon was the only one that got it to five in a row. And then what is it? This is the year. Is it going to... So on the year that he would have won the five, I believe... My belief, we'll have to have Eamon in on that, on for a conversation. My belief is that he was going slower than he possibly could. Not throwing the towel, but just waxing it sideways so that you, you not knowing whether the rules say that you're going to have to retire forever. Just saying to that side of going, so I think that was the year that Eamon did not win or something happened where there was a gap. But I'm, I, I've seen the way the man opens, and, you know, it's impressive. So I can read when there's going – there's years that, that you, you, he – you never know how it works as well. Do you go for speed? Do you go for technique? Do you go for cleanest plate? Those are things that you have to decide when you're in competition. You can't be the fastest and the cleanest. Well, some people can. One or two people can. But – it's difficult to do the both. Usually you want to come off about second or third off the table, super clean, and you'll do top one or two. Uh, so there's different, depending on judging and all that type of stuff, which everything changes. So it's a lot of fun. And so the, the idea of going to Canadian Championship is something that became a, a ritual, a thing at Rodney's Oyster House. And since then, through Starfish and even into Cayley Cottage, all of my restaurants, to know that the Canadian Championships is on at a certain time of year, to make that strive to make it to Tyne Valley, to shuck at the Canadian Championships, is a thing. And I've taken a number of people who are new to Canada or new to oystering and say, you're coming on the trip this year. We're going to drive and have some fun. Or we're going to fly in. We showcase around Prince Edward Island. We get the chance to see the lovely spots. We get to see all of the, the oyster tour of the island. And it's not just oysters, it's clams, it's beautiful food and great people. And it becomes one of those destinations that you, you can't really pass up on the time frame for. So the idea even if you're just an avid oyster fan, not co to compete, but to go and see that thing that you can't normally see anywhere. It's hard to get to Time Valley. It's not across the bridge. It's not across the bridge. It's not as big in the, in the big city. It's not in Charlottetown. It's not in uh, Summerside. It's not in Kensington. It's not in Tignish. It's not in Surrey. It's in Tyne Valley. And you have to really find where Tyne Valley is. But once you do, it's a great spot to visit and a great place to go and witness the beautiful entry into the oyster world. You can go see where oysters come from. You can taste the miroir of that region, which influences the oysters and the oyster shuckers are influenced by that. You can see the old school of tonging oysters and right into the culture of rowing oysters as well. So I recommend it completely. It's a bucket list things to do in Canada. You can't get much more Canadiana as an ingredient than something that's plucked from the shores of the east or the west. Oyster is a Canadian ingredient on both coasts. But when it comes to something as truly Canadiana as a contest to win the Canadian Championships, Time Valley is the place to be. And really, it should be put on a gastronomic tour of which... 
you want to know more, follow along at Shucker Patty. This is Oysterlicious. These are the oyster roads that take me into the oyster world. Shuckerpatty.ca is how to find me. Email, drop a direct message. If you have any questions, always ask. I'll always be there to answer them for you. Just keep on shucking.